Okay, my name is, is uh, Bill Garvlink, and this is the Careers and Development Series. And with me today is Rodney Bent, who is the director of the United Nations Information Center here in Washington. And uh, thanks for being with us. Oh, happy to be here, Bill. I know for the past 30 years or so, you've, you've played a, a key role in, in uh, several U.S. government agencies, the Office of Management and Budget, the Millennium Challenge Corporation, uh, the State Department, also the House Appropriations Committee. How have you seen uh, these institutions all involved in, in uh, foreign affairs issue or for development assistance? How have you seen them evolve over, over the years? I think the evolution has really been in two ways. One, there are more of them. Uh, institutions like the MCC didn't exist 25 years ago. Two, agencies like the Defense Department that uh, once upon a time would have shunned uh, foreign assistance you know, in, outside of the uh, strict military sphere are now involved. I think that may change a little bit with the uh, uh, leaving of Iraq and Afghanistan. But nonetheless, I think there are more government institutions than there used to be. At the same time, I think because of the fiscal situation, there's more stress. And that um, agencies that were used to growth were used to uh, seeing more resources, sometimes not a lot, but, but usually more, are now going through the shock of having cuts. And that's forcing some reevaluations of what people do. Mm -hmm. Now, in your current job, you're with the United Nations, right. and so I guess I'd be interested in if you've noticed any any differences in the culture or operating procedures of the United Nations as opposed to U.S. government agencies. I, I, I have. I will say that uh, uh, the United Nations uh, has many, many uh, strengths, but it is not a nimble organization, mm -hmm. and that the big differences that I've seen are that in small agencies like the MCC uh, or even relatively small agencies like AID, um, the role of personality is, is huge and, and a new administrator can change the emphasis. Um, at a place like the UN, it is uh, like a double super oil tanker. Um, it, it almost can't turn. Um, the agencies are used to getting a certain level of resources. They're heavily, um, uh, I think, uh, focused on protocol and precedent, and that means that doing something new or different is really very difficult. Uh, and my generalization isn't true of, of every small UN agency. I think some, like WFP, are different than, say, UNICEF, so take, take what I've said with a grain of salt. But by and large, I think working across multiple cultures with multiple uh, bureaucratic habits uh, doesn't make for a, a nimble organization. Interesting, yeah. If I could switch uh, gears just a little bit, and again, from your experience working for various U.S. government agencies and now the United Nations, mm -hmm. um, what do you think are the opportunities for young professionals today? I, I in think, the development field. Sure. I, I think there are a lot of opportunities, but sometimes it comes through indirection. In other words, it might be the grants or contracts funded by UNDP. It might be working in a partner arrangement with uh, other groups that are working on, say, health or education. The traditional route, I think, is uh, joining AID or, or joining the World Bank is, is tough. And there's no question that the U.S. government is going through a, a patch where getting into it is, is awfully difficult. 
My advice is get as much overseas experience as you can, get as much experience working in an organization as you can. Might be an NGO, might be a think tank, might be a project. Makes sense. Uh, with me today is, is Rodney Bent, who is the director of the United Nations Information Center. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Okay. We're done.